Welcome to On The Mic With Mike. We don't always have these conversations with our loved ones, but we need to. The podcast that addresses controversial issues that affect us in the criminal justice system. Do you understand what we had to get to to carry a gun and defend ourselves? And even cultural challenges we face every day. People just love to make it about race. That's not the case. What causes you to be in a relationship that may lead to a potential domestic issue down the line? Resolve your unconscious bias and grow from an independent perspective based on facts and data. Why not use statistics in your analysis? And now your host. Do I seem like I'm on something or am I just losing it? Instructor Mike. trying to bring KD into the stream. What's up, man? <laughs> What's going on? This dude is like, he, he's on a boat, bro. Oh, man, I'm in. You know what? I would say I'm envious, but no, I'm not, because that heat man, out there. Look, screw you that heat have out an there. Opportunity to come out here. Screw that heat out there, man. That heat out there, but you know what? It's nice though. It's nice. It's really nice. All right, so we're gonna talk tonight. By the way, if you guys are watching, look at you. You are really chilling. If you are watching on TikTok, you can always come over and join the conversation on YouTube. Instructor Mike. Instructor Mike is the YouTube channel. You can go on ahead and join us over there for the conversation. Uh, if you're listening on the podcast, on the mic with Mike. Uh, what's going on? We're here for another episode of On the Mic with Mike. If you're watching on YouTube, Trigger with Instructor Mike and Friends, uh, I am your host, Instructor Mike. We got Katie Marquise will be in the room uh, shortly. Uh, King Drew says, <laughs> trying to listen, headed to church with my children in my ear. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure I get it. I understand it. All right, so tonight we're going to talk three topics. We are going to talk. Uh, Ohio, Ohio teacher carry, Ohio teacher carry, uh, teachers are allowed to carry. We're going to find out some more about that. And this is of course in the wake of the situation in Uvalde, Texas at Robb Elementary, where the 19 children and two teachers were killed by the gunman who himself was killed by the early to arrive late to actually go in there police. Okay. So we're going to talk, <laughs> that's another messed up situation. <laughs> then we're going to talk about a shooting at a summer camp. 
oh my God, who are the suspects that you see? It might surprise you, okay? Uh, we're going to talk about that because that wasn't given the national attention that other stories tend to get. I wonder why. We're going to find out. Then we're going to talk about, because I already touched on this in another video, but I'm going to touch on this in this video too, the situation about a Cook County state's attorney and a domestic that occurred at that place. Now, for those of y'all when we get into that discussion, if you want to go on ahead and peel yourselves off screen, you're more than welcome to. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to drop that link. What's going on? For those of you all on TikTok, if you want to be a part of this discussion, you're more than welcome to go over. Yes, Bruce, we are also going to talk about veteran overwatch. That situation, we're going to go on ahead and pan over and talk about veteran overwatch too. Okay. Uh, but and then, uh, yeah, that's a perfect conversation. So those of you all on TikTok, we're not going to stay on TikTok for too long. I want you all to end up going over to the YouTube page, Instructor Mike, so that way you can be a part of the conversation. I am going to drop the link and allow people, provided you are cammed up, you got to be on uh, screen and you waive any rights to privacy and stuff like that. But uh, if you want to go on ahead and come up so we can talk about that, you're more than welcome. We want to have listener and viewer participation in this conversation. Uh, so let's go on ahead and dive right into it. I don't know if Katie just blanked out or whatnot. So I think where he, oh, there he is. Oh, that's, there I go. no, no, you had things there to do. Go. You had, <laughs> you had things to do. Frank Max says, is there body cam of the Kim Fox incident? We will get to that. We will get to that. So I'm going to go on ahead and kill this feed on uh TikTok. If you guys want to be a part of the conversation, come on over to YouTube with Instructor Mike. That's the that's the name of the YouTube channel. You can go on ahead and come over there and watch uh, and be a part of the conversation. We would love to have you as a part of the conversation. We're going to go on ahead and kill this feed. Uh, I will be back with you guys, TikTokers. By the way, it's one of my largest platforms. You said this is the most light I've ever seen for KD. Yes! <laughs> KD is normally in his blue room. <laughs> I'm normally in there. In blue room working, yeah. doing the gravings, but it's beautiful. I had to come out here and clean these carpets. And yes, I yes. To hey, have me a cigar while I'm out here. I'm telling you. Hey, go on ahead and get the likes up. Get the likes up. Get the likes up. That helps the algorithm, stuff like that, if you like this conversation. Let's go on ahead and get started, of course, like we do with any conversation. We're going to go on ahead and uh, look at the actual um, video that's coming straight out of, wait, I thought I had that hooked up there. Hold on, hold on there. <laughs> Technical difficulties, there we go. Bam, all right, let's go on ahead and watch this, here we go. Now it's six, the great gun law debate. We have an obligation to do everything that we can every single day to try and protect our children. From arming teachers to packing without a permit. It's the wrong thing to do in this moment right now in our nation and in our state. New gun laws in Ohio reigniting calls for more reform. On the day that carrying a concealed weapon without a permit became legal here in Ohio, Governor Mike DeWine decided to sign another gun bill into law. Now this one allows teachers and school staff with a certain amount of training to carry guns in Ohio schools. The governor says it's one of his ongoing school safety initiatives. State House reporter Morgan Trout takes an in-depth look tonight at guns in schools. Today is Ohio doing something. I want to take a moment to commend Ohio's school officials, our teachers, 
who have worked very hard to prevent, avert, and avoid tragedies, and they deserve our thanks and appreciation. And today, Governor DeWine signed a bill that would allow school staff members to bring a gun into work. Now practice the Hippocratic Oath. At least do no harm. And bills like these are harmful. They're harmful to kids. They're harmful to educators. They're harmful to our state. Ohio Education Association President Scott DeMauro and more than 350 others testified against House Bill 99. It lets each school board allow any staff member to carry a firearm in school with just 24 hours of training. I'm committed to continuing to do all we can to be a resource for our teachers, administrators, and other school staff to help protect our kids. Many state Republicans say this will increase public safety since many more people will have a weapon on them. But many educators, law enforcement officers, parents, and Democrats say this is dangerous and the wrong move. We've been on the front line of the pandemic. Uh, we've been on the front line of the culture wars that we didn't create. And now we're being asked to be on the front line when it comes to safety against armed recruiters. Uh, and I think for so many of our educators across the state, they're just saying enough is enough. Demaro says the bill hasn't been thought out and there is still so much unknown. That will be determined uh, by the school safety office. Although the governor is asking everyone to complete 24 hours of training, he says he doesn't know how much of that training will be holding a live firearm versus instruction. At this point, a number of details have not been decided on. Governor DeWine's team says the curriculum could be finished this summer. Once it is, school boards can send off their staff to the training and some could be armed as soon as this fall. At the State House, Morgan Traub, News 5. Now, the mayors and police chiefs in Ohio's biggest cities say these new bills are not what they need to fight the increasing gun violence in their communities. Ohio's mayors need real change at the state and federal level to give us the tools we need to combat gun violence. Cleveland Mayor Justin Bibb is asking CMSD leaders not to allow teachers to be armed in schools. And as for Senate Bill 215, both he and interim police chief Wayne Drummond believe permitless carry puts the lives of police officers at risk. We are requiring our officers to ask everyone that they approach relative to traffic stops and engagements if they're armed. Mayor Bibb says Cleveland's taking a public health perspective to try to address the root cause of gun violence. And those mayors also calling on lawmakers in D.C. to take action when it comes to nationwide gun reform. A bipartisan group of senators reached an agreement on possible legislation this weekend. Now, while it's not as strong as what the president is asking for, if it passed, it would be the most significant action Congress has taken on gun safety laws. That's since the 1990s. The plan drafted by 10 Democrats and 10 Republicans would strengthen background checks, allowing juvenile records to be screened for gun buyers younger than 21, expand gun restrictions for convicted domestic violence abusers, allocate funding for states enacting red flag laws to temporarily remove guns from those considered dangerous, and bolster school security and mental health programs. A gunman fired shots inside a youth summer camp in Duncanville before he uh, died. In a all right, so... Katie, if you're still, I'm, I'm sure you might be out. <laughs> I'm still here. Okay, what are, you, what are your thoughts on this? 24 hours still not enough. Okay, no, okay. It, 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 it's, I understand where they're going with the, with the thought process behind it, but again, we deal with a situation where you have a bunch of people sitting behind a desk at a certain time making decisions that should be made for someone on the streets, on the boot level, on ground level. You're giving... Uh, our teachers already are complaining about the overcrowding that's 
teacher to children ratio, uh, administrative rules, and all these other different issues, uh, mental health issues, not having enough counselors in the school. It's a long list of issues that the teachers are going through. Now you're giving them one more task, which is carrying a firearm. And there's countless of videos out there where you have students, high school level students and grammar school level students attacking teachers, throwing chairs at teachers, snatching teacher wigs off, doing all kind of other stuff. Not the wigs. So, yeah, I just watched the video. Um, you're talking about slapping you. And the teacher's like, do it then. She's like, I right, nah, I snatched that bogus wig off your head. Mm-hmm. She's like, whatever. The teacher went to walk back in the classroom girl snatched it off so it's one of those cases where you're giving teachers now a tool another tool to put in their heavy toolbox already that i don't feel that 24 hours is going to give them enough psychological training to to be able to differentiate the uh you know when to use when not to use how to protect how to conceal how weapons retention it's a lot of aspects that goes into that that right now you overload their plate. You overload their platter. The platter. So it's just one of those things that mm, I'm kind of on the fence with this. I, it's a good idea, but execution, executing, it needs to be a lot more laws implemented into that. Okay, so I'm gonna go to some of the comments, and then I'll uh, gone ahead and opine. John Foster Brooks on Facebook said, "What if it is 24 hours quarterly?" Tim, I'll drop the link. Matter of fact, I'm gonna drop the link. For anybody else that wants to come on, and you're more than welcome to come on. You got to be mic'd up. You got to be cammed up. Uh, y'all know my house, my rules. So if you get disrespectful, you off, you booted, you already know. But I did drop the link. If you want to come on, you'll be in the back channel. Uh, I'll bring you on. Just make sure you stay respectful. Um, uh, what if it's 24 hours quarterly? Well... I like to think that if it's 24 hours quarterly, that would be a lot better than just 24 hours outright, you know, uh, and I've argued for the whole thing regarding, uh, you know, uh, tactically educated, armed and chosen emergency responders, the teacher program going through uh, quarterly training. I think that it's it's extremely important to make sure that these teachers, one, as Marquise would say, and he'll be here to, you know, defend for himself, you know, because there's nothing to defend, but volunteer, not voluntold. You know what I'm saying? Not voluntold you're going to carry, but volunteer to carry and volunteer to go through the program. But I do happen to agree, in essence, with Bruce, Bruce Parham on Facebook saying Ohio is doing something Something is better than nothing. On TikTok, I win, watch it. Number one said, I prefer and do assume everyone has a gun, maybe not on them, but they got one. He also had another comment saying something to the effect of, I'm trying to figure out where it was. Right, they won't all be armed. They won't all be armed. Welcome, Timothy Blue, to the stage. I know I brought you in. Can't see your face now. Um... If you got Boost Mobile for Wi-Fi, you got to hold it up and then lean to the right a little bit and then the signal's going to come in. All right. I'm going to go ahead and remove you to the back. Or it says add you to the stream. All right. What's going on, Timothy? What's going on? Timothy. Yes, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. What's up, man? Hey, how's it going? What's going on, buddy? Good. I, uh, you, you do amazing things, Mike. Just appreciate the appreciate all the, the knowledge. 
that you drop con- consistently. Thank you. I'm humbled. Trying to get my headphones on here, but looks like they're not working. You're good. Um, was there anything you want to talk about specifically? Now we're talking about Ohio and the uh, concealed carry. Uh, not concealed carry, but Ohio teachers actually carrying. What are your thoughts about that? I think it's interesting. Um, I, I kind of have a similar view to, to this other gentleman um, that we have on. Um, I, I, w- I would say that 24 hours is, um, I think, enough to get them started. But I agree um, with the Facebook comment that you kind of brought up earlier that um, it should be a quarterly thing. And, you know, they should be incentivized to, like, continue training um, and, and kind of have, like, a, a routine where they need to go, you know, and, and do, like, a training class, like, once a month. Um at the very minimum. Absolutely. And um, I, that, that's kind of how I stand on it. I, I can also see like the other side of it making students uh, uncomfortable. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm kind of down with anything that um, we want to do to help stop the gun violence in our schools. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that we got to look at it from a, a, a wide array of stances uh and sides because i think on one hand peep okay having worked in the schools having been a police officer having been a corrections officer i've been in a lot of different positions to be able to say i've seen it i've seen cops horribly trained i've seen cops not wear their firearms the way they're supposed to and wear the right type of retention holsters. I've seen cops lose their firearms in the restroom after they've taken a nice massive dump. You see what I'm saying? So, I, And I've also seen teachers who are better shots because I train a lot of civilians as well as law enforcement. I've seen teachers who are better shots than a good percentage of police officers. So I think that's, you know, on one hand, I understand the apprehension to have uh, uh, teachers carrying firearms because they think they're going to be reckless with it. But I submit to you, there are a crap ton of reckless police officers that do the same, if not worse, and you never see it because of the assumption that we have of our law enforcement that they are higher trained and Uvalde and Robb Elementary proved otherwise. 100%. Yeah. You know, and I, I, I just think 100%. it's I think it's just it's just sad. I think that the teachers deserve a shot to be their first line of defense because they're already there. Like they know the school better than the police, you know. Well, and like you. you... Go ahead, Katie. Sorry, go ahead, Katie. So as a, as, a, as a parent, as a parent, would you be will you feel comfortable Knowing that your child is in a, in a in a classroom where a teacher has only taken twenty four hours and they carry a firearm. Yes, and let me give you context behind that. Let me give you context behind it because I was thinking about that this morning, and I think we had talked about that this morning when you and I talked. There is a difference, okay? There is a difference between you want me to you hey Katie, you want me to use my twang that I use this morning? No, I don't want to say it because it's going to be controversial. But there's a difference between Chicagoans and black Chicago. I'm going to go there. 16 hours ain't enough for us because we just, the gun culture in our community is not, for the most part, what it should be. But there's a difference between 
Ohioans, if that's what they're called, Buckeyes, whatever the thing is, right? Or I'll just, let's just keep it to Illinois before we even transition to another state, right? There's a difference between Cook County and the rest of the state. Does that make sense? Like, Cook County, what's up, Officer Boyd? Cook County, you know, where we're talking about our training and, and people not necessarily, you know, uh, getting more training beyond the 16 hours or if it wasn't mandated, they wouldn't even do it. And then the rest of the state who's like, well, don't put your inadequacies on us. 16 hours is just a formality. We were training before the class. We'll be training after the class. We know the value of education. So while you look at it as a 24-hour requirement, well, that's just a formality to say you've been through something. But this teacher's got more uh, deer having been hunted and firearm certifications and uh, uh, gun matches that they go to and stuff like that. And they are perhaps even highly trained in the police. So we got to look at that context because only a trainer or someone who's in these clubs would know this to be the case. I yield to you guys. What's going on, Officer Boyd? What's going on, sir? Don't get fired. You, you're not on duty. Appreciate the you, content. Appreciate you better not get content. fired. You better not be getting fired right here. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. I'm just fucking with you. No, sir. No, sir. <laughs> I'm at work. So I've been uh, in arm, doing armed security. I do private security uh, and I'm a bounty gunner. So, okay. Okay. Um, I send my kids to school. I got three kids. Um, I send them to the school with bulletproof backpacks since forever. I went through a family member arguing about why should a kid have a bulletproof backpack. One, it's a backpack if they get shot by a nine millimeter, a twenty-two, or any low caliber bullet. You know they got a good chance of surviving, or they can put it in their front. You know, just walking around anywhere. You can go out go out of town. You can go in the woods. You can go anywhere. Ain't nobody going to know you have a bulletproof backpack. Who going to know? Right. So I just feel like more safety, more training for kids, adults, older people. Everybody should have more training. You don't get enough training in the world as it is. It takes you to get that training. That's how I feel about it. I agree. I feel like there's this there's this thing where uh, we just don't want to talk about it. Like it's this really scary, like real life thing, and we all like have this fear. And there, there's these people who would just rather not have the conversation and like question, like why does a kid need like a bulletproof backpack? Like, like they just don't even want to even think about why that would ever be like something that's needed. And I think like shifting the conversation from right. you know like we're really scared about this to this is how we prepare ourselves can really like help benefit a lot of people. That's true. That's true. Sure. True. Yeah. And, 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 and let's examine the fact, how much more money would it cost for them to reinforce doors in school? They don't want to spend the money. It's not in a budget. You know, it, it, it put in security systems and measures, as you can do a massive lockdown. The teacher has a way to lock down her classroom so that, you know, and, and the doors are reinforced, was an area reinforced for the kids to go in that, in that situation. You know, um, putting the magnetic locks on the front doors, whereas anyone can, right. even Joe Smoke can just open the door up to get inside of the school. You know, it's, you know we, we having a conversation about arming teachers, but how about arming the school? 
you know, when 9-11 happened, 9-11, uh, pilots already had uh, uh, firearms in the cockpit. But what they did yeah. was they put more money into the doors and the safety mechanisms so that they can be overturned. So it's like one of those things, like we want to put the, 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 the horse behind the cart so you can push it instead of pulling it. It's other measures that we can take as uh, um, and, well, the administration can take and to make it more secure for our students to go to school. And it's like they just overlooking all of those measures. It's like, ah, oh, whatever. We don't want to deal with it. Well, the, the so problem is, is the, the funding, man. I mean, the way the way that our system, the way that public schools are funded, it's typically the the schools that where you know in the in the nicer neighborhoods where the home prices are more expensive, so the property yeah. taxes are higher, and therefore they have more money, more more disposable income to spend on you know upgrading the schools. When you know a lot of the a lot of the more like inner city and you know areas where the home prices are lower um, doesn't don't have that um, you know that that privilege to you know have that more uh, disposable income and I'm trying to be careful with what I say. No, you're fine. It's a, good, it's a good point. You're fine. I also want to look yeah. at this though, Tim. Well, you know, it's the fact that schools aren't Ukraine. They are what? Schools aren't the Ukraine. That's why. You said schools aren't the Ukraine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. About the funding. But here's this too, Tim. With your point, though, you raise a very interesting point because there's an expectation for low-income schools and schools in impoverished areas to be violent. So those schools get locked down because of the assumption. And then if you look at the schools where... Property taxes are, as you stated, you know, the, the crime rates are lower. Uh, Katie is in his blue room now in the sexy space. We had to bring that up again. But uh, uh, crime is not high as assumed to be. Where are these active shootings taking place, though? It, well, well, where are they taking place? It's a good it's a good point. I mean, I. I, I don't want to. I don't want to say anything to that. I, 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 no, no, I'm just saying. Back to you. Yeah, you're good. It's just like if you look at the Columbines, if you look at the uh, the, uh, the the Boulder, Colorado's, Littleton, Colorado's. If you look at the uh, the Majority Stoneman Douglas. If you look at the the, the situation in Robb Elementary, right? Uh, we don't want to say. You know, I don't know how crime is out there, but I think there is there is a huge assumption. That the police will always be there. There is this there is this huge assumption that things are gonna always work. Ask anyone from Rob Elementary the day before, they would have swore up and down it would never happen here. And then it's that one time that it does, no one would have ever heard of Rob Elementary or Uvalde, Texas. Now they're on the map. And, and it's like the arrogance of being an American. I am proud to be American, but I'm so proud and smart enough to say we are arrogant as fuck because we think it can't happen to us until it does. Then when it's then when it happens, it's like, oh, my God, why here? I could have fucking told you why, because you thought it wasn't going to happen. You became complacent. You became like some days ago. 100 percent. Well, so what do you, we also got to ask. Sorry, Marcus. I was going to say, we also have to ask, why was it so easy to get to that door? Shit. Hey, I can tell you this. 
Yeah, we, it, it, it's easy to get to a lot of these school doors. Yes, and Marquise, I can tell and you this. That, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, sir. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, and and that's my issue is that we folk. And again, I love the United States. I love the media because what we do is we major in minors. We major highly in minors. So the focus was gun got in school and killed a bunch of kids. None of it came down to the point of how did he get into a school during school hours when doors should not be easily accessible for kids to get in or out of, well, out in case of emergency, but not in just because. True. You know, so let's look at that concept, but we don't talk about that stuff. I said this before, and I put it in a they, Facebook they post. They're going to say that they understand. And, and I said in a Facebook post, schools should have took the same 9-11 approach that, air, that airlines took after the first school shooting. And if that was just reinforcing the doors or re-upping their security to have better entries and exits out of a school, so be it. But every time I hear about a school shooting... Besides a kid sneaking a gun into the school, this kid doesn't go to that school. Excuse me. This grown man, because he was 18, right? Right, I believe. He was 18 and got inside of a school during school hours with no resistance. But no one wants to talk about that. Yeah. I feel like it's, it's out of the... It, it, it's kind of like... Uh, you, we, we can't just like sit around and wait. I mean, like instructor Mike, you've done such a great job with veteran overwatch and everything, um, inspiring people to, to go into it. Like we have to take measures into our own hands. And, um, you know, uh, I mean, I've, I have a, I have a backpack where I, it's a, my, my active shooter bag mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it's a, it's a pretty large backpack, Yeah, yeah. but, uh, I've got enough, uh, you know, three hundred blackout is is what's in there, and I've got enough to uh to to stop a to stop a shooter and patch about seventy five bullet holes um on on people and tourniquets and all of the all of the good stuff. So, yeah. um, we've just been really taking the stance that we need to take take things into our own yeah. hands rather than relying on them to up the safety and up the security of these places that are easy targets. Shouts out to Ronda. Shouts out to. I just want to give a shout out. Shouts out to Ronda Zell. She is the lead plaintiff in the case. Uh, Ronda dropped the case. I know it's uh, Zell versus City of Chicago. One of the cases that's responsible for a lot of the handgun freedoms, and I use those in quotation marks, the freedoms that we did have finally uh, in Chicago, and that's steadily being challenged all the freaking time. So again, shouts out to Ronda. She says. A teacher propped open the door and then she saw the shooter and then went back inside, you know, uh, and forgot to close the door, perhaps out of panic, perhaps thinking she was going to be shot. It could have been a variety of reasons. It's all still boiling down to complacency. As incubator Jesus says on TikTok, this is all you Uvalde cops deflate, uh, deflecting. Let's talk about the do nothing cops that let the guy get into the school in the first place. I mean, how do you. How does he run past one cop, runs past another cop, and then gets to that open door? Nobody had their firearm. No shots were exchanged outside. None of those things. Like, you know, it's a whole bunch of uh, a a dad was stopped from going in uh, into uh, the school by police with his weapon. Are we talking about the same scenario or are we talking about something else, Lefty, uh, on YouTube? 
Uh, appreciate you. If you guys are watching, do me a favor, share this, get the likes up, get the likes up. You know, we do want to talk about veteran Overwatch, but I want to focus on this summer camp shooting that I'm almost certain maybe a few of you heard, but most of the nation did not hear. We hear it all the time talking about, well, school's out, school's out, school's out. Summer camps are next. Summer camps. It's not getting it's uh, they're not going to stop it. You're not going to be able to stop it. Let's watch. Here we go. Shots inside a youth summer camp in Duncanville before he died in a shootout with police. Hello, I'm Steve Eager. And I'm Heather Hayes. Duncanville police say they responded within minutes of receiving 911 calls from people inside the Duncanville Fieldhouse. Police say the shooter was still inside along with at least 150 summer camp students. Police credit the staff and the children with taking emergency steps to protect themselves. No one other than the shooter was injured. Now, police just finished briefing the media. Fox Force Alex Boyer was there, and he joins us now live from Duncanville with the very latest. Alex. Hi, guys. And at this point, police are still not releasing the identity of the gunman, citing the ongoing investigation. We do know that the gunman was armed with a handgun when he entered the Duncanville Fieldhouse through the main entrance. Uh, we also know, according to the assistant police uh, chief, uh, that responding officers followed their active shooter training, uh, preventing anyone else, they say, from getting hurt. Now, there were approximately 150 kids inside of the facility attending a summer camp at the time of that shooting. According to Duncanville police, the suspects exchanged words with a staffer or camp counselor of some sort just inside that main entrance. Uh, we also know that the gunman fired at least two shots before ultimately getting into a shootout with those responding officers and ultimately was killed. A motive for this shooting remains unknown. Uh, the Texas Rangers are now handling the investigation. The suspect entered to the main lobby doors with a handgun. It appears that a staff member and he exchanged, um, whether it's discussions, a talk, but that is that, that was the initial gunfire, the initial shot that the people inside the location heard. Upon hearing that gunshot, they did what they were trained to do, the counselors. They moved the kids to a safe area and began locking the doors. The suspect went to a classroom, was unable to get inside, and did fire one round inside the classroom where there were children inside. Um, fortunately, no one was injured. Um, after doing that, the suspect moved into the gymnasium where other kids were in. Uh, but again, no shots were fired there. Officers arrived on scene observed him in the gymnasium, um, confronted him, uh, suspect, and the officers then exchanged fire uh, where he was put down on the ground. And again, no one aside from the shooter was injured, including those officers who did uh, engage with him. Parents were reunited with their kids at the Duncanville Rec Center. Uh, the assistant police chief uh, says that there are cameras inside of the building uh, which may have captured uh, that shooting. Now, uh, grief counselors are being made available for students or staffers who may want to talk about uh, this situation. Of course, very traumatic for them uh, nonetheless. Now, since the field house is still considered 
a crime scene and summer camp uh, is ongoing for weeks to come. I'm told by uh, the city manager that city staff is going to be contacting parents uh, throughout the day to let them know about other summer camp options uh, that may be available to their kiddos uh, should they decide to come back. Also, another thing I wanted to point out was uh, you heard the assistant police chief talk about the fact that uh, one shot was fired into that locked classroom. Uh, he did clarify uh, that, again, the, the suspect was outside of that classroom in the hallway, was not able to get into that locked classroom and shot through that door. Again, thankfully, none of those students were hit. All right, Alex. Alex, I, I, I'm sure people all over North Texas are making comparisons to what happened in Uvalde and how things went really poorly and, and, and not following protocol. It sounds like uh, those active shooter protocols were fired. So the people who went in, were those just the initial responding officers and they just went in and confronted the guy right away? Yeah, that's right. To keep in mind that the assistant police chief said that they got the first 911 call at 8.43 and by 8.45 uh, a.m., officers were already, those first officers were already inside of the school uh, engaging. Uh, that suspect this uh, all seemingly over within about a five minute time frame of mm -hmm. uh, the assistant police chief saying that that's right they have active shooter training and that his officers did exactly what they were trained to do we now know the gunman who opened fire at a duncanville summer youth camp before being shot to death by police had a very lengthy criminal record hello i'm steve eager hello everybody i'm heather hayes police say he was 42 year old brandon ned this is a mugshot from a 2011 arrest while no one was physically injured, yesterday's shootout at the Duncanville Fieldhouse left students and counselors emotional. Fox Sports' Alex Bray has more on Ned's background and also, Alex, how the camp organizers truly work to protect those children. Yeah, that's right, guys. You know, Ned does have, as you mentioned, an extensive criminal history. It includes a conviction for intoxication manslaughter, uh, which put him in prison for a brief uh, moment in time. We also know uh, that he was arrested and convicted of a felony drug charge. Uh, we still don't know the motive for the shooting this afternoon. I did have a chance to speak with the sister of the guy who runs this summer camp, as well as a witness who ran by to help. This is the man police say walked into the Duncanville Fieldhouse Monday morning as summer camp was underway and started shooting. He's 42-year-old Brandon Ned, a convicted felon. It just messed me up. It messed me up. And my heart go out to all the family who cheering that the safe and sound. William Burse was washing his car nearby yesterday when he heard the gunshots. He ran over to see if he could help. Duncanville police officers were already on scene. He encountered two scared camp counselors. My heart was beating so fast, and, uh, and the two young ladies, as they were standing, they thought I was uh, had something in my hand, but I, unfortunately I didn't. I was trying to come to, to help and stuff. Ned, who investigators say was armed with a handgun, was shot and killed inside the gymnasium during an exchange of gunfire with responding Duncanville police officers. No one else was hurt. The staff handled him very well, got him all safe on the bus and everything. Ned is no stranger to law enforcement. This is his mugshot from a 2011 conviction for intoxication manslaughter. He was also convicted for cocaine possession. A motive for the shooting remains unclear, along with the question of how Ned obtained a handgun. According to Duncanville now, Police approximately Let me pause this right here. I don't know how many of y'all remember talking about Project Veteran Overwatch. Didn't I sit there and say that the shootings in most of these situations start from the motherfucking parking lot? Right. 
hundred percent. So, Project Veteran Overwatch, we gonna get into it, right? Never talked about being actually on the property, like inside the property, but if we were granted, there was nothing about this guy. Let's let's call balls and strikes, right? There was nothing about this guy that probably would have sent any kinds of signs that would have alerted us to, you know, go out there and deny the threat and stop his, you know, deny his entry and stop the threat. He probably would have looked like any person walking inside of the field house. But do you think if there was one shot fired, Project Veteran Overwatch could have responded faster than the police? Yes, because they was on yeah. site already. Because we was already on site. Yeah. Two minutes is pretty quick, though. That That's really fast. Yeah, that's... <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you this. Go ahead. Even in this again, they said he went through the main entrance. Yes. Why are we still leaving our doors unlocked? Unlock all my doors here. Unmanned and unattended. There's no way he should even get through the main entrance. There's no way he should even get get that far. All that he would have been able to do is do everything outside. Or that is. Or, what's that? That is very true. You are. You know, but you know why? Do you know why that happens? Go ahead, Marquise. It's because people think security is a person. Gotcha. It, it makes sense. It's a person. And it's not a person. I, I that's why... That's why people are able to get through those doors so easily. It's because people forget security is more than the personnel in the building. Security is the door. Security is the windows. Security is the protocols for people getting in and out that building. And because of that, this, in my opinion, this summer camp dropped the ball. Yeah. Most definitely. Because, see, I'm out here in the boat right now. In order for you to get down the dock, you got to have a, you got to put a, a, a gate pass up there. It is a magnetic lock. Where either I gotta walk to you and push the button to let you in, or you gotta have a gate pass to get in. So it's like we we protect the things that really they have value, but not as much value as life. But then we don't protect the things that have the value. No, that's a, now. But your your example is actually skewed. The person who owns that dock cares more about being sued for the loss of property than he is responsible. He or she is responsible for on that dock. So the thing is, when we can make schools feel more responsible for the property that's in that school, a.k.a. our children, maybe they'll step their A-game up for security. I can agree with that. Think about it. How many schools have been sued because of a school shooting? Ooh. I have no idea. Exactly. Look it up. No school has ever been sued. The first hot-button topic whenever there's a school shooting is the gun. I have never heard of any lawsuits. The parents versus Columbine. The parents versus Evolve The parents versus whatever school. Because guess what? The school dropped the ball. But here's this. And no one sues the school. Bet money, if you can make the school responsible for your kids being hurt, I bet you that changed their whole security strategy. But I but Marquise, let's play lawyer. You know where that's going to go. They're going to go to South V, Maryland. They're going to go to Warren versus District of Columbia. 
They're going to go to Castle mm-hmm. Rock versus Gonzalez. See, we right. often but, say, we often say but that, that's law enforcement. No, 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 no. That's not just law enforcement. I, I can almost guarantee you that's not just law enforcement because here's this. The, poli- the, pu- the public duty doctrine. They didn't say police duty doctrine. They said public duty doctrine. These schools are the public. It's a public entity of government. Government owes protection to people at large, not to anyone in specific. And South V Maryland, that 1855 case, I looked into that even deeper. And I'm glad you mentioned it because in honesty, I didn't know about it. And I read the case law in it. It said... A duty owed to everyone is a duty owed to no one. So even if you were to school uh, to sue the school, they would still cite the public duty doctrine. I would say do it. Let's see what happens. Because the, because think about it. Think about how certain states now, when it came to the no concealed carry sign. Certain states went to the courts and they said, okay, let's make the people responsible for putting up that sign that if you don't provide protection in that building and you have that sign up, you're responsible for that person's safety. Certain states do that. Yeah. Yeah, I do. So think about that. What's the difference in doing that versus a school? Yeah. Go ahead, Boyd. Um, I do security for a, a university. And I, I lock all my doors and security. I watch the camera twenty four seven while I'm here for nineteen hours. That's how my son's school is. You can't get in that school unless you get buzzed in. And they've been like that for nine years since I've been in this town. And yeah. I stay in a small town, but it's less crime rate. Small crime rate when you go to bigger city and bigger counties. Yeah. Yeah, it may be a bigger crime rate, but it, like you said, you lock they lock the doors. You can't get in unless you get buzzed in. Yes, and they have they have security protocols in place. My children, yes, you can't get in. It's an intercom system. You buzz the yeah. intercom system. You tell it's them like who you are and why you yeah. coming in there, and then they'll let you in. So it's just yeah. one of those things that these schools is having these bad shootings, summer caps, and all these other places. They're not investing into our children, their yeah. children, or anything else. How much does an intercom system and a security door cost? Bruh, how much does a siren cost? You know, nah. oh, someone broke in. Hit this button. People now know, do something for your safety. But that's something, that's something, Marquise. You are a thousand percent correct. I'm glad you said that. What? But, I, but, that, but that fr- I've been saying this every show. But I'm talking about that Literally. front. But I'm talking about that front talking- door not being locked, man. This would- <laughs> I mean, come on. Let's be real with this. Everyone focuses, I'm telling you, watch any media coverage on any school shooting. The hot button topic is the gun. It ain't, and maybe they will sneak in a person's mental health. But you know why they're not talking about this boy's mental health? Because he's LGBTQ. Yeah. He's and, they won't read, and they won't talk about it. Because it's yeah, like, whoa, 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 it's not about the gun. Like oh, the uh, Uvalde shooter. I think it's about the guy in t- Well, shit. You know, think about it like this: if it doesn't fit an agenda, it it isn't reported correctly. How do you have a Supreme Court justice be threatened at his house 
and it's brought up one time. True. And you say that's not a threat on democracy, but literally, people rioting or or protesting is a threat on democracy. If it doesn't fit an agenda, no one cares. Right now, the agenda is this guy got in with a gun. It ain't about his background. It ain't about what he's into. It's about the gun. Stephen uh, Stephen Halliday says the school shooting with the Crumble parents. The school is getting sued. I believe that's the school shooting in Michigan. Mm. With the parents who were charged for his uh, behavior. Ethan Crumble, oh. I believe that's his name. And the, and the school is getting sued. I got to look that up, Stephen. Thank you for mentioning that. Also, shouts out to DJ Boogie Monster. He said he's a teacher in Columbus, Ohio, the largest district in Ohio. And the board is still refusing to let teachers carry wasn't that the same situation in Uvalde, Texas with Rob Elementary that Uvalde Independent School District refused to allow the teachers to carry? And what and I and I, I hate to say it, but I think there's going to be teachers just taking matters into their own hands. And I wouldn't be mad. Well, that's, a, that's a pretty that's a pretty big crime, though. I mean, we're talking like felony for bringing up. A- firearm to school. That's why it's concealed, though. Yeah. yeah That's why it's all, all, it, all it take is little Michi. All it take is little Michi ass to bump up against you, and they feel that steel, and all of a sudden... <laughs> Bruh, I, I carry appendix, and I'm giving full hugs to my family members, and they ain't know I had it. Look, look, well, cause, that's because you already did. Marquis, so that's what you're <laughs> talking about. How many, hey, Marquis, you got 24 hours of training? Who? I'm asking you, do you have 24 hours of training? Shit. Oh, oh, maybe one class? Right. Exactly. So we're talking I about people that for us, for us, we train on how to carry concealed. We train as how you do not know that yeah, we have for on the, the people that don't have a train. When, when I come outside, I'm on the boat, I got a Dago t-shirt with a, with a appendix. So nobody know I got it on me. Right. It's just one of those things. We have we we went extensively, and I'm pretty sure you got at least five hosts that you done went through that you figured out didn't work for you. Shit, five hosts. Yeah. Maybe when I was becoming when I first became an instructor. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> you, you stay the point. I got a ton of hosts. I done gave away. Right. Oh, no, I didn't like that one. Or oh, uh, here go your first host. You know, so it's one of those things, guys. You talk about 24 hours of, of training. And if you think about what all we went through to train to carry concealed so we won't print, it's not obvious. You get to it, you we'll be right back after this. Got a pole on you. That's it. So it's just one of those concepts that they're going to have to revise a whole lot of things and get a whole lot of things, other things in place besides this 24 hours. I understand that it's a step in the right direction, but the better step in the right direction is to secure the school. Right. And that's what I'm saying. People don't. And this is what I've been saying this whole time. No joke. No one talks about how they got in. No one talks about that. That is a scary thought. When you think about how many school students happen and none of the focus was how easy the person got into the school. Yeah. No one talks about that. Yeah. And that's my point. I'm going to tell you. And here's the biggest secret. If you ever want to open a security firm or anything else. You know the three things you need to be good in security? People, tech, and process. That's all you need. I need people to do what I need them to do. Tech could be a radio. Tech could be a 
clipboard, take and be a buzzer to let you inside the building and the process. If you're not supposed to be in this building, what should we be doing? That's it. Now watch. Again, right. steal it. Start a company and say, hey, Marquise told me this is all I need to start a company. And you're absolutely right. That is how you do security. Those are the only three things you need. Beyond that, yeah. it's just something part of your imagination. Hey, I'm gonna I promise you, you. I'm going to tell you like this. Back when I was I'm in, in the same school, I, I started my security company. Yeah. Hey, back when I was in grammar school, we had a principal, Ali Macklemore. I'm switching to laptop. I hit y'all back. Okay. All right. We had a principal, Ali Macklemore, at Beasley Elementary School over there on State Street. Yeah. And she implemented a system where boys on two, girls on four, when you line up in the corridor. When we moved through the corridors, we always walked on the second square from the wall in a straight line. And we never understood why she did that until we got older. And she told us why she did it, because anybody that comes into our school wouldn't know to walk on the, 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 the second square. They're going to walk in the middle. And that's how they were able to know that you're not supposed to be here and you need to come here. Our parents knew, our teachers knew, all the administrative knew, and all the students knew. When you walk through the corridor, be it going to first period or last period, you walked on that second square. So it's like certain things like that small, intricate detail or security measures that you put and implement into your school, whereas your school knows, your parents in the school knows, and those are the things that can actually help. But again, it starts at the front door. Man, I'm going to drop the link if anybody else in the audience wants to come in. You guys can stay. Tim, Officer Boy, you guys can stay. You don't have to leave. Uh, but if anybody else wants to come in, because this is uh, an amazing conversation. The next one, we'll keep it going. But the next one's going to be even more controversial. So if y'all want to go out, you can. Mike, gonna, we're gonna start some can we shit. maybe talk about uh, Project Thunder and Overwatch a bit? Yes. A bit more? Yes, absolutely. Uh, let me drop the link. Uh, anybody else wants to come in? So let's go ahead and talk about Project Veteran Overwatch. So Project Veteran Overwatch is a vet. Well, I don't know how many people saw the TikTok video that I did. I got a video that went viral. It had like 5.1 million views now um, where I was sitting outside of an elementary school in Chicago. Actually, that wasn't even the elementary school that I was going to. The elementary school that I was going to was the one that I graduated from. Okay. I had already had the idea to go on ahead and start doing it. It was in the wake of the Uvalde shootings. But as I was driving by this one school, I saw the kids out there playing. So I was like, let me turn around since they're already out there playing. Park across the street in this parking lot that's just there. And let me just sit there and do this and record doing it. And so it went viral. And so Project Veteran Overwatch is... A veteran-led, community-involved initiative where uh, it, it's very, very simple. What it is is, and, and taking Marquise's um, uh, uh, I, uh, not I, well, yeah, idea to put it into a pledge, I'll read the volunteer pledge here so that it can kind of give you all an outline of what I'd like to see. Now, this is, again, a veteran-led, community-involved local initiative. It is something that will likely go online for the 2022-2023 school year. I'm not the leader. I'm just a person who just came up with the idea. You know, it'll be uh, on you guys. But the reason why I say veteran-led is because veterans have no problem 
going all out to the point where we end up losing our lives and taking somebody else's. We, we're already used to that. That's, we signed up for that. We know the risk, stuff like that. When it's go time, you don't have time to back down. We don't have time to, you know, think twice about stuff. Don't get me wrong. Some stuff you got to think twice about. We don't have time to think twice about stuff. If the ROE, we go, we go. Okay. So I'm going to read this and then uh, I'll open it up for anybody that, again, in the chat, in the comments, whatever the case may be, let's go on ahead and do me a favor. Get the likes up. Please share this. If you haven't considered subscribing, please do so. Here we go. I, you would say your name, do solemnly swear or affirm that I will support and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic, bearing true faith and allegiance to the same. I am a citizen of the United States, volunteering my time in the local community forces that guard our community's most vulnerable people and places and our way of life. I am prepared to give my life in their defense. I will follow the general orders while on Overwatch, which is to do the following. Wards, watch, assess, report, deny entry, and stop the threat. I am not a law enforcement officer or an emergency medical technician or paramedic if applicable. I will not engage in stopping any physical altercation or fights or medical emergencies that occur on or off the property. That's not our job. Here we go. I will notify authorities and emergency medical services if there are any events requiring their services. Silence and secrecy will be my watchword and is a force multiplier. I will not broadcast my presence during Overwatch. I will blend in with the environment. It's not long. We're almost done. If legally armed, I will not display any firearms openly unless expressly allowed by law. If legally armed, I will not step onto the property legally declared as a gun-free zone except to deny entry and stop a deadly threat from entering the property. If a deadly threat enters the school, I will exercise. So, okay, Marquise is back on. That's why I kind of stopped it. All right, here we go. Uh, I will exercise. Let me get back to it. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, if legally armed, I will. Okay, I'm sorry. If legally armed, I will not step onto property legally declared as a gun-free zone except to deny entry and stop a deadly threat from entering the property. If a deadly threat enters the school, I will exercise sole authority and legal responsibility for my actions to stop the deadly threat from harming others. I will, at the first opportunity available, entertain this suggestion to enter a pri or to attend a private security officer course and any other training in my specific community and in that jurisdiction to gain the knowledge needed to exercise my volunteer duty. I will not accept monetary donations, but will accept resources, training tools, and or equipment necessary to carry out my volunteer duty. I will have all necessary equipment needed to carry out my duty within reach for immediate action rapid deployment. Said equipment shall be serviceable and covert. I will not broadcast the equipment to others physically while on or around any site where Project Veteran Overwatch volunteer members are providing Overwatch and intervention services. I will only carry tools and equipment. I like, yeah. You say so? I don't know what that was. Okay, all right, sorry about that. Uh, I will, let me get back to it. I will only carry tools and equipment allowed by law 
to carry or deploy while on Overwatch. I am solely responsible for acquiring and maintaining certifications in the use of any equipment deemed necessary to carry out my volunteer duty. Upon the decision to deny entry and or stop the deadly threat, I will, if able to, wear highly visible emblems, patches, shirts, vests, or other visible clothing items identifying me as a guard, watcher, veteran, veteran overwatcher, or equivalent words identifying me as a volunteer of Project Veteran Overwatch to any citizens and or responding law enforcement. I will not identify as law enforcement unless I am duly sworn with credentials on my person, nor will I in any manner imply that I am an agent or employee of a governmental agency or display a badge, identification card, emblem, or uniform citing the words police, sheriff, highway patrol trooper, law enforcement, or any similar term. I will discontinue my volunteer service if I feel or am told by a competent fellow Veteran Overwatcher, I cannot successfully carry out my duty. I will not argue, debate, fight, coerce, or complain about another fellow Veteran Overwatcher's request to cease and desist service. I will discontinue my volunteer service at a specific location. If I am told to leave the property or area, I will not force my service upon anyone. I will not argue, debate, fight, coerce, or complain about another citizen's request to cease and desist service. I am aware that anyone can legally act and still be arrested. I am aware that the decision to arrest uh, my, I'm sorry, arrest me remains the decision of the local, county, state, and our federal law enforcement. Should I be arrested, I will not resist arrest. I will consult the services of an attorney and follow their legal advice should said advice be in my best interest. I will not remain on or near places disallowed by law. Two more and we're done. I will recognize that I am under no obligation to intervene. I recognize that I am acting on my own free will and accord without any hesitation or reservation of mine. I agree that my services are strictly voluntary, voluntary and in the best interest of my community. Should I bear any malice of forethought in the exercise of my volunteer duties or violate any of the above affirmations, I shall immediately assist and desist from Project Veteran Overwatch duties in the interest of the public and the initiative. Thoughts? That was a lot. Go ahead. It's good, man. So you know I'm proud of you because that's what I said was needed. Yeah, you did. You did. To make Project Overwatch work. <laughs> you did. You did. I'm so you're right. So you already know where my heart is at. Yeah. Because yeah. I told you. You did. Make it a doctrine. You did. Damn your videos. Yeah. I said because if it's in writing, no one can negate what Project Overwatch is. Yep. And that's what I said would be your safety net. Yeah. Because no matter what, I don't want to hear about the dude who went to like 17 tours in Iraqistan and now he comes out with a bandolier of shotgun shells dude. and a Rambo headband talking about some Hey yo, I am war and I'm gonna be war. And I'm here for Project Overwatch. You know what I'm saying? And you're doing shit. And I'm like, no, it's in writing, bro. Yeah, that ain't us. And I'm like, fucker, you, you're defeating the purpose. We're not supposed. That's why it's called Project Veteran Overwatch. We're covert. Co I'm sorry, overtly covert. Like you're not supposed to see us. Like it's a force multiplier. If there are like 30 parents outside waiting for kids, and it's five of us Overwatchers, guess what it looks like? 35 Overwatchers. It's not supposed to be where you can literally count. There's Tim, Dave, 
Mike, Steve, and Mary. That's those guys. The rest of these guys, they're just, so I know I gotta, can't go this way, can't go that way, can't go this way, can't go that way, and can't go that way with a beeline right into that way. Don't do that shit. Right. Like, there are certain, like, for example, there was a security detail that I was asked to be a part of um, for one of the weekends coming up. And I was like, I can't because if people who are working with me don't have perk cards, I don't want that liability of just saying, yeah, we doing this together. I'm like, no, 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 no. I want y'all to be licensed to do certain stuff. What's a perk card? Huh? So because of my company, Uh I need people with perk cards to do certain stuff. A perk card is a uh, it, it stands it's oh, a I'm it's sorry. an acronym. You're good. No, no, it's an acronym for permanent employee registration card. Long and short of it, it's just a background check. It states that you have gone through a background check. Now, one of the things that I'm going to suggest, and I don't know about any other place, but one of the things that I'm going to suggest is anyone who does Project Veteran Overwatch in Illinois at least needs to get a fingerprint background check. And here's the reason why I'm saying that. Now, we can say perk card, but at least... I go perk. Well, here's this. At least I want to say fingerprint background check because that's the quickest to come back. 24 to 48 hours, it hits online where you can literally go to that website, run their last name, first initial, and social, and it'll say eligible. If they're eligible to get the perk card, they're eligible to work Veterans Overwatch because if they actually get the perk card, that's a license that could be pulled. You, you, mm-hmm. you get what I'm saying? So at least we could say they did go through a fingerprint-based background check. And there's a website where, bam, it says eligible. Is that you just Illinois? What? Or is that nationwide? That's in Illinois. Illinois. See, different states have different... Right. So, yeah. like, for example, California has the guard card. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, it's like every state has some form of base security training for unarmed citizens. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then they have 40 hours. Of, like, for us, we have 40 hours of training that allow us to do armed and unarmed. Right. Now, I'm saying perk at the minimum because at least it says you can do security. Right, right. And that's why I made the recommendation, the suggestion in that, that at your first opportunity available, entertain the suggestion of going to get that training. So that way you can say that I've got not only this veteran stuff, but I've also got an understanding of what at least security officers do. You know, so that you mm-hmm. understand the rules and regulations in your because that's what's going to help you in court, that at least you're operating in the same type of boundaries, if you will, as a security officer. And mind you, we're not going out there to make arrests. That's why I said if there's fights going on, call the school. Let them deal with that. Don't you go out there and listen, guys, come on. We can't be out here doing that because then now everybody knows you're out there. You can be predicted. You can be planned. We are out there for the big shit. We're not out there for the little shit. Let them handle the little shit. We handle the big shit. Yep. You got to know your place because simply put, I wouldn't want anybody touching my kid that's part of Project Overwatch. Yes. It it, it ain't your place to touch my kid in Project Overwatch. It's your job to save my kid 
in Project Overwatch. Yes. Yes. You know, so the thing is, for me, where I'm always going to look at is the logic. Personally, I like the ability to know that everybody who's participating knows their place. And that is part of people, tech, and process. Yes. What is your place? What should you be doing? What is your role? Anything above and beyond your role, that's on you, and you can be you can have your ass handed to you. Yes. You know, if I see two kids fighting, guess what I see? Two kids fighting. And I'm gonna sit there, hey, you got two kids fighting, southeast corner of school, click. That's it. Nice. I'm not even get involved on that level. Why the hell you don't know two kids are fighting on the southeast corner of school? Yeah. True. True. But if you I know? see but if I see a dude strapped up with a with a rifle around his Boy, we going for that shit. Ooh. <laughs> Lock me up, bitch. I'm going. Like something that Mike said in his, um, in, I would say his uh, 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 SOP. Yeah. We say SOP. I call it volunteer his, pledge, uh, but go ahead. Or his, um, you said pledge? I call it volunteer pledge. I took your words. You, you said your volunteer mm-hmm. pledge. Easily identifiable. Yes. Easily identifiable. I need Project Overwatch veteran overwatch on the front and the back yes I, I need it on both sides or like i said before there's a civilian version of the don't shoot me sash mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the civilian version of the don't shoot me sash comes to front and back so then that way you're reducing your blue on blue contact when it comes to okay i'm engaging and now i got a good guy coming up behind me and all they see is a vest what's the what's the universal civilian sign uh, I'm, um, I'm, I'm so trying to pull it up there. There is a bright orange. I will have to go look at the website again. Yeah. But the same company who makes it for law enforcement and security officers, they make it for civilians too. And it looks like a little collar. Yeah, I'm about it to pull like, it up. It looks um, like a graduation collar. Yeah, I got it right here. It's actually, it's actually you, nice. You, but do you have the civilian or you have the law enforcement version? I'm about to show it. Oh, you're going to show it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, there's two versions. The one for law enforcement and security is a little bit more strenuous. Because I tried to the go to their website. Civilian, you just need to have a concealed carry. Yeah, I tried to go to their website. Not Safe Line Defense. I know what you're talking about. I yeah, tried to DSL. go to their website. Yeah. See, there's you see it right here. Security, police, CCW. They got one for CCW, right? Security, police. They got others. Leosa, security. It's easy for you. Well, not this. That's not it. That's something else. But, but isn't that just isn't that just like another thing you gotta throw on top of your vest or something? Don't no, to, oh, I, I got one. Hold on for one second. Is yeah. it a is it a patch that you put on? I'm, no, no, no. You see it right here, right? Yeah, it looks like something you gotta put over your head after you throw right. your vest off. So here's one that I carry. This goes inside my waistband. Hold so on, me... it's soft. It's soft, so it goes right inside my... So whenever I'm doing certain details, yeah. I always have this on me. And then it goes inside my waistband, and it's the same thing as my concealed carry. I raise up my shirt, I grab the tab, and then it goes over my body. Yeah. Okay. So then that way, it's on both sides, and there's a reduce... It reduces my blue on blue. And like I said, so mine is inside the waistband. It's very thin. So very comfortable, no problem, reflective. Yep. And nothing goofy. (laughs) Yeah, it's like a PT belt, but here's the thing, though. Most people get shot 
Not being identified. Not being identifiable. And this is easy to throw over. Yeah. That's why I said it's got to be something that's got to be quick. It's got to be something that you could just put on while you now while you're sitting in the car. Don't have that shit on. Now, don't get me wrong. In the video that went viral, you saw I was wearing this big old thing that says firearms instructor. Of course, anybody knows what you think about social media. You got to get the attention first so it can start to get the snowball effect. Now that we got it going, right, covert. If you wear your Grateful Dead t-shirt, when you pull up to <laughs> Project Veteran Overwatch and you off the school property, don't then snap this on. Stay in that Grateful Dead t-shirt. Blend in with the environment. And then if something happens, right, it's any, that's why I said veteran-led community involved, right? Anybody who's ever been in the military knows it ain't nothing for us to grab our shit, throw it on, snap, snap, rifle up and go. That's nothing, especially if you got it right there. You were in the fire department. What do you do? Come down the pole, boop, boop, put the turn on, get, turn out gear, hit there, then put on the coat once you get there. It's not hard. You don't have to sit there with those plates because now you, what you doing, fool? You you look obvious. You look obvious. Yeah. Now, here's this, too. Some people in certain communities, which is why I think this is going to be perfect for small towns, small towns, medium sized towns where y'all got that down home country feel. I think it's going to be Project Veteran Overwatch is already happening now. It's going to be perfect because the sheriff knows y'all. The school board knows y'all. They think it's a great idea. They, they know you. They do the little background check. You're cool. They don't even mind that you get outside the car and push the doors, do an exterior premise check like small towns. This is going to be perfect for Chicago. I'm just happy just to be there. And if some shit happens and I go in and do something, maybe I make the news. Maybe somebody else makes the news and maybe we save the day. Maybe they're like, hmm, OK, maybe this would be a good idea. But this is going to be awesome in smaller towns. I don't I don't expect Chicago to be on board with this. I expect to run into some problems later on down the line. But if we could spark the movement here and it spreads around, I'm cool with that. Just fucking do it. You don't have to mention me. Just talk to your local sheriff. Talk to the police. If they say cool and they fine with it, cool. Don't be rogue like my ass. See, I'm in Chicago. Y'all know some beautiful paintings. I don't really have to go to the police and ask them because nine times out of ten, they see me sitting there. It's going to be a wave, a head nod. They worried about other shit. They ain't worried about my ass. They ain't fucking worried about me. So the difference is a person who's recognizable. True, true. That so is true. My thing is this, and that's the reason why I said make it blanket. Yeah. If you're going to do it, you contact local law enforcement and you let them know periodically yeah. you're going to be in this area helping out. You ain't got to tell them what gear is in your car. Hell no. You ain't got to tell them you got the 300 blackout with the super scope <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and the uh, uh, uranium tip bullets. You ain't got to tell them none of that stuff. Hey, I'm here. I'm going to be in this area. I'm volunteering yeah. my services in this area during this time frame. Yeah. And that's it. That's it. For sure. You know? Yep. Not, and the thing is, and I said the law enforcement, not the school. Yeah, because the school would be like, 
Okay. Who the hell are you and why? Right. They might call the police on your ass. Like, you just let them fucking know. Yes, Jeremy. Right, that's what I said. It's just like those TV shows, the what would you do? Yeah. In certain situations, in those what would you do scenarios, they always contact local law enforcement in case someone calls the police. And they're like, yo, we're aware of this, that, and the other, blah, 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 blah. And that's it. It's just a courtesy. I'm not trying to be a cop. I'm not trying to take your job. I'm not trying to do none of that. Swear. I'm trying to offer my assistance in the local area because it's going to take y'all a minute to get over here. That's it. That's it. You know? And I even shared a, um, I shared a phone call on social media. Um, I think it was yesterday or today. Yeah. Where this woman was calling nine one one, and the per and the dispatcher told her, "Listen, we ain't got no cops to send you to your area." Yeah. Do you have anything you can do to defend yourself? Yes. Wow. She was like, "No, I don't have a gun." Is there anyone you can call? No, I have no one I can call. He broke my original phone, and I don't have any of my contacts. Do you have any weapons you can use? No, ma'am, I don't have anything of that. Well, I'm gonna stay on the phone with you, and we're gonna try to figure this out. Jeremy, I just put the comment to your uh, the response to your comment. You said, "Could you get the uh, yeah?" Could anybody who wants the uh, Project Veteran Overwatch Volunteer Pledge? There's my email right there, Mike Brown eighteen seventy nine at gmail dot com. I got no problem putting it out there. I got plenty of emails that's out there, no matter whatever. But just go on ahead and uh, send me the email. Uh, that way, I can go on ahead you know and what? send. Go ahead. In my personal opinion. Make a project Overwatch email. That's next. I'm. I, I just got through building my new website, so yeah. No, no, I'm just talking about the. Here's the thing, because if you're gonna build a website for Project Overwatch, yeah. whatever it's gonna be is gonna be Mike at Project Overwatch. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. But even your even if you start a Gmail with Project Overwatch, that's true. You would then be able to have a Google Drive. True. Ah, yes, 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 yes. You're right about that. Yes, like I, I, I got you. You got. I'm. I'm with you. That's why I said. I, I don't want to be just. It can't be just me. Fuck that. No, I need. Yeah. I need help. So. <laughs> I told you. Fuck and that. Like I said, it's just only because you know, just like Officer Boy said, he opened, he started his own security company. Yeah. I'm starting my own security company now yeah, because man. unfortunately, I'm getting a lot more calls to do more details. Yeah. And I'm like, man, since the since the bat signal's going out, let and, me go ahead and start. And I want to show y'all something I've just seen. What I can... is that, KD? Is that a casino? He is. Yeah, at... I'm leaving the uh, the yacht club. I was at the I was at the uh, at the boat when Mike hit me and uh, actually was on own. And of course, I got on while I sitting on the boat, and I just packed up the boat. So now I'm leaving, uh, headed home. When oh, I the fact, the fact that he's over there, the fact I knew what that was. Hey, <laughs> the fact you know that it was. Right. When I tip, I'm down right next to the uh, Horseshoe Casino in Hamilton. Oh, okay. So you next to the one in what? Kanga? No, no, not Kanga Key. Where is that at? In East Chicago, Indiana. It is right in Chicago, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, Hammond, Hammond, Indiana. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. When I when I tell y'all that. This is something that is really. I just want to show y'all this because this is this is the video that went viral, and I'm trying to see if it's the. When I say it's a, I can't even see it. There are so many, um, videos that people shared. You know, one of the things about the veteran community that I. No, not this. Um, 
is it's, this was shared so many times. This was shared so many times and so many people. Yeah, so many people made videos supporting this. When I say Project Veteran Overwatch is a thing that people want for the 2022-2023 school year. I wish, see, here's some of the comments right here. As a combat vet, I 100% support this movement. Trained, certified, and licensed. It's so... Ah. Go ahead. See the difference? Trained, certified, and licensed. That's why I said veteran-led, community-involved. Yep, trained, certified, and licensed. That is the CYA. Yeah. I don't want just every veteran who's played in Iraqistan coming out. Yeah. Get trained, certified, and licensed. Yep. And then that way you have insurance coverage for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, and that's why I said it's important. You carry self-defense insurance. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. But see, the thing is this, too. The wonderful thing about carrying self-defense insurance is we're not going to look for shit to get into. That's why I said whatever. Here we go. Watch, assess, report, deny entry and stop the threat. If I'm stepping out to deny entry, it's some shit I don't mind going to jail over. If I'm st- getting out to stop the threat, it's some shit I don't mind going to jail or dying over. Like it, it, it depends how bad them kids is, dude. Well, no, no, no. I ain't talking about the kid. I ain't talking about that. But I'm just saying, you know what I'm talking about, right? You I'm silly man. You goddamn silly. <laughs> but I'm just saying, it depends. I'm not stepping outside the car if I'm not willing to go to jail over this shit. I'm not stepping outside if I'm not willing to die over this shit. If I ain't trying to die, I ain't going to jail. Fuck it. Watch, assess, report. Go. So I'm going to give you something simpler. I'm going to give you something simpler. Deter, detect, delay, respond, mitigate. Hold on. Do it again. Deter, detect, delay, respond, mitigate. DDDRM. I, I was trying to push it an acronym. DDDRM. DDDRM. Deter, detect, deep dish. I'll send it to you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fucking it up already, goddammit. <laughs> hey, 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 Mike. Hey, hey, Mike. Yeah. What about, what about contacting some of these? Uh, I got you, too. And see if they have a policy that they can offer you guys under that. Well, no, no, no. So let me tell you, and, and I'll, I'll get to, here's what I'm thinking. The movement has to start with the free shit that we could do before anybody takes us serious. Because it's easy to talk. Right. But when we start seeing some headlines like Project Veteran Overwatch such and such stopped potential active shooter and we're there with the guy in custody like this before the police get there, then people are going to be like, oh, and and I could see that happening. But that's why I said we got to be careful because I'm not saying get outside, grab a guy, put him in zip ties, do this shit, come to find out. That's Susan's dad, bitch. No, I'm not talking about that. <laughs> That's too much. You know, <laughs> he always looks like this. He dresses in God. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm saying is when you get outside and you attempt to deny somebody entry, if you sit there and say, 
hey, how you doing? Can I help you? And this guy turns around and begins to try to shoot you. And then we just gravitate off the X, pop, pop. And then that shit will be on camera. We should have body cameras. And then we got evidence to be able to show, hey, you guys did your part by locking down the school. So when we stepped outside to deny them entry, they had no choice but to run into us. And we were able to mitigate and stop that threat. Even if we had him out, drop, drop, drop. And he gets down to the ground. We walk up, cuff him up. We got the rifle. We got him. We got the shooter before the police was ever there. Do you know how fucking big that's going to be? You heard the word he used? Mitigate. Right. Yeah, okay, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> I told you. Right, 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 right. Dude, I be I be preaching that gospel, man. I'm telling you. I do this I've been doing this shit for centuries. I'm yeah. like, dude, I understand where everyone's coming from, but that's the reason why I said I like that one veteran who said train, licensed, and whatever he said. Certified, yeah. The next thing is, can someone be trained on handcuffing? Or zip ties, because I would want that. Yeah. yeah. Because in my opinion, I've seen both law enforcement and security mm -hmm. who were trained mm -hmm. in apprehending suspects, and yeah, nah, they they put on handcuffs like they got around, <laughs> bro. They put on handcuffs and don't be realized that supposed. The only way you put on handcuffs is that if you have complete control of the person. True. True. Yes. Yes. So that's number one. If you don't have control of the person, don't be handcuffing. Don't be touching them. You gotta have control of the person get your before ass. you can apprehend them. Get your ass. Wood. So if I got a gun out, right. if I got a gun out, guess what I shouldn't be doing? I shouldn't be handcuffing. I shouldn't be handcuffing. So the thing is, once I get control of the person, yeah, you know, learn the zip tie method. Get both hands in, pull, pull, zip, boom, we done. You know, and get some easy zip, get some easy uh, flex cups. Don't get nothing complicated. Get some one pull flex cups. Yeah. And get yourself a scarab that actually cuts the flex cups. Yeah, I got that. Yep. Which is pertinent. People buy flex cups, but they don't get the scarab. And I'm like, dude, you only have the equation. So that's what I'm saying. That training has to come in, bro. Who's listening to the Gremlins? I was a boy. Oh, that's my kids. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> Gremlins, kids, same difference. Yeah, um, uh, fair enough. Well, even handcuff techniques, dude. Yeah. Let's not buy no. If I got someone with some handcuffs, I don't want someone bringing out some GI Joe handcuffs that they yeah. got from their kids' mail lunchbox. That's a you thing. know, they gotta have good gear for this stuff. Yep. That's a thing. That is a thing. And so uh I'll, I'll get you this email shortly. Um, but uh what what do you guys what do you guys think about it? What do you guys think about it? I think it was an answer my idea. I hope it I hope it becomes something for 2022, 2023, because uh we, we need something. We need something. The, the kids, and there are people who are looking forward to that. Because that's going to be the other thing, too. 
what would be the allowable weapon platforms of people who are joining Project Overwatch? And are you trained with that platform? Yeah. You know, like, for example, for us with perk cards, if you have the 40 hours um, with arm training, your card shows every firearm that you are allowed to use. Yep. So for me, I got everything right. except for select fire. Right. You know, so I can actually do it with a revolver. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it with a revolver. Right. He gonna say, "What about fuzzy handcuffs?" Look. Um, if they lock properly and the key works, dude, Boy. make it happen. I used to. Hey, I used to carry some pink handcuffs for real, like. I used to call them. Someone stole mine. No, no, I. No, I'm talking about the pink ass cuffs. You know what I'm talking about. They stole my pink. Oh, they stole your shit, man. I used because to carry them. Nicer than theirs. Like if I if I had to sit there and chase after you, you definitely got the pink handcuffs for sure. Have you seen the new ass? I mean, the new ass handcuffs, the ones that has the button to double lock it. No, I've not seen yeah. those. Pause. Yeah. <laughs> I, I ain't got none, but I seen them. Oh shit. Hey, <laughs> Mike. Another thing is with the handcuff, with the handcuff thing. A lot of people don't inspect the equipment. Yeah, I was. Uh, I I had a law. I got sued by an inmate because another officer put some handcuffs on him in the middle pin in the Smith and Wesson handcuff. Yeah, a uh, lot that was broke, and they had to cut them off using uh, what the doctor cut them off. And he ended up getting injured from it. But a lot of people don't inspect the equipment. To the point where you know that you get it on and off. So, this minimalistic exoskeleton case, yeah, is one of the most beautiful things as ever made in my personal opinion. So, whenever I need these cuffs, I hit the button, pull them off, and yes, I only flex with hinge. Yeah, I don't play with nobody's chain handcuffs. I don't want you to move too much or breathe too heavy. Now, right here, that little button is now my double lock. Yeah. This is going nowhere now. Wow. How you, how, how you disengage the double lock? Probably the key. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Huh? I know you're an ass. And that's it. Yeah. I just disengaged you. They gotta have a key. Yeah. I know I know you're an ASP instructor, right? Who? You. Me? Yeah. I am. <laughs> you know oh, okay. So you, you you know the ASP tradition tradition, right? I got that. Don't you pull out that challenge coin. You better not pull out that damn coin. <laughs> Why you got your shit? You gonna maybe go get mine. Oh man! I gotta go get my shit. <laughs> I got it. Let me go get that shit. You since you made me pull it out. You gotta go get it. I'll be right back. Cause I knew he was gonna challenge me on that shit. I'll be right back. Motherfucker. <laughs> Wait, yep. And and you know oh well he left, so I give him I give him a second. So whenever y'all do ask, make sure you get the challenge coin. What they do too is they actually inscribe your um instructor number on the coin. Bam! <laughs> you number on it? Yep. Okay, then you my hero. Bam. Ah. 
Yes, sir. Somebody was gonna be like, somebody was gonna be like, Mike ain't got that shit. All right. For us, they call us tactical instructors. Yeah. Because we do baton, flashlight, and handcuffs. Yep. Tactical weapons instructors. Yeah. And then when he was like, get the scarab, it's in my pocket. Yep. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. Just do. Bam. That's it. I got one. <laughs> oh yeah. shit! I, I keep mine on me because sometimes you need more than the option of shooting somebody. Hell yeah! Please. please. I was just about to ask, what about other non or what about uh, lethal or non-lethal defense? Yeah, I keep like, pepper yeah. spray. I keep um, a bunch of shit on me. Can we consider non-lethal? Huh? Can we consider knives non-lethal? No. 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 <laughs> no. <laughs> Nice try okay, there. Well, that, that, that sounded good. That sounded good. What do you mean? Because now you do a better overwatch as individuals conceal and carry or whatever volunteering their time out there at school. But now if you if you got somebody sitting out there in a car with a vest on and a firearm and they got handcuffs, uh, sir, I don't know, I don't know, what you, I don't know what you're talking about, sir. I said, is it going more on that slippery slope as security? Guard. So I don't. I don't know what you're talking about because technically you're not supposed to be showing the shit. So I, I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, that, that should be your dog. Okay. Right. That's part. That's part of the uh, mission statement. Yeah. I, I don't. I, 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 sir, I, I can neither. Thou, thou shalt have, but thou shalt not show off. I can neither confirm nor deny the existence of said equipment. But I will tell you this: I also put in the pledge that whatever you got. You need to make sure you have the certifications and that you're legally licensed and authorized to have that. So that covers, that answers your question. Yep. Which is why I have my own FCC. I don't have an FCC from someone else's company. I got my own FCC, Mm -hmm. which for Illinois is a firearm control card. Yep. I got my own because I don't believe in ever having anybody company that's going to be like, well, he shouldn't have had it. Nah, bro. You keep your responsibility. I keep mine. Yep. That's why I said, and you know I had to put, Marquise, you know I had to put in that pledge, don't be showing your shit up. That's why I said, people say you want veterans at the school. Veterans know, and I'm talking about veterans who are not so beholden to the veteran or to the military where you're not afraid to challenge your own. People to be right here, look at what I got. I got 300 blackout. Ooh, look, I got green tip. I got this. Don't be fucking showing off your shit. To I got ev- the eight cards. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Oh, you know what I'm saying? You just like, don't be showing off your shit because now I can see a teacher who's against it, by the way, who spots you and they doing this. Yeah, see? They out there fucking around. And that's all you need to hit the... Veteran Overwatch is out there messing around and playing with their stuff. And you got 300 blackout and they got this and they got that. Do we need that on our school? Like, like, and that's why I said we have to police ourselves. I put that in the pledge, right? We have to police ourselves that it cannot be the situation where if I see that you are not, you ain't, you're drunk. 
Hopefully you're not stupid enough to do no shit like that. But hey, I'm just saying, right? You smelling fifty proof? You are not. You are not ready for this. You are gonna mess up the mission. You gotta go, bro. You gotta go. And if that means we gotta remove you, hey, that'll make the news too. That will make the news too because I got no problem doing that because then that shows we police our own, right? You gotta be ready and willing to go all the way. We can't have nobody fucking this up. It's no different than how we talk about the Second Amendment. Yep. We gotta police our own. We gotta make sure that if we're pro two way, that we're making sure that people who are also pro two way ain't making us look bad. Facts. You know, we we gotta pride ourselves in that, man. If we and a lot of them, a lot of a lot of them do, man, because you'll see pro two way people out here with. You know, drinking beers and and shooting shit in the shooting shit in the forest. You know, like right. Shit, if it's their property, I ain't got nothing to say though. Huh? If it's their property, I ain't got nothing to say. Right, right. Still firing a firearm while you're intoxicated isn't the best look, in my opinion. That's so, just my opinion. That's just my opinion. You know, I'm with you. Alcohol and guns don't mix. Well, you're not you wrong. I'm, I'm with you 100. percent Right. The problem is, is that to dictate to yeah. someone what they can do on their property. That's when we start messing with that little fine line. Sure. What, what Marquise is, what he's saying is, yeah. just because you can't do it, don't mean you should do it. Boom! Okay. We, we, we all agree on that, though. Yeah. Huh? We, we, we all agree on that. But like I said, it's a slippery but, but, slope. But, 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 dictating but, but listen to what I'm saying. Property. Listen what I'm saying. What he's saying is, by videotaping and posting, me drinking and shooting. Is not a good look when you're going up against these anti-community people. What he said is if that right there is giving them ammo. Look what these two way people are doing. Right. I don't think any of our listeners are those people. Well, I would hope not. I would hope not. But it's just one of those things like he put it out there. Just because you can do it, don't mean you should do it. Just because you can't shoot and drink with your property don't mean you should broadcast it on the web or broadcast it for someone else to get scrutinized and like, hey, they, they want us to be uh, open carry or, uh, or uh, what did you call What's the one you don't like, Mark? Uh, Bro, I got a list of shit people uh, shouldn't uh, put on Facebook, uh, but we're not uh, going to uh, go there. Well, but he's saying, like, just because you're a mimic carrier, that's what these mimic carriers want to do. They shoot their guns and they're drunk and this, that, and the other. So it's just one of those good things, like, the, don't do it and don't put it out there that you're doing it. Oh, no, I wish you would. But like I said, I feel that there's a lot of stuff that people record that they shouldn't record and share. As long as it's not put in, my, like, me in danger, I'm good with that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, like grooming our kids. YouTube, due to the graphic nature of this program, listener discretion is advised. Okay, um, did y'all? Okay, let's 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 spend the last maybe twenty something minutes on talking about this important topic. Now, I'm gonna give you all a disclaimer, um, and if you if if you have questions about Project Veteran Overwatch or want to send me an email. I did exactly what Marquis said. I went and got a Gmail. Project Veteran Overwatch Actual at gmail.com. I think that's a cool ass name. Project Veteran Overwatch Actual at gmail.com. <laughs> there you go. I'm telling you, just make it look good. Project Veteran Overwatch Actual at gmail.com. Okay. 
All right, so good deal, good deal. Thank you, Marquise. All right, so um, there was a situation that happened, and by the way, we are talking about a domestic that took place at the state's attorney of Cook County's house. So, if are you sure? Okay, that's why I said. If anybody want to get off the panel and you don't want to be a part of this discussion, that's why we ended with this. You are more than welcome. I'll put I'm you. Try, I'm trying to keep your channel alive, bro. That's all. Hey, I did bro. I'm going to dig in with both feet. I didn't already. Hey, I didn't already made a video about it. So shit. Hey, they, I, hey. and see, the thing is, I'm not. We're going to play the video and show the news thing and. By the way, like, comment, subscribe, all that great stuff. But this is an important conversation to talk about because men go through this shit all the time as it relates to domestic violence. Let's do it. Alright, we we in this motherfucker. So who Officer Boy got off. He said <laughs> Officer Boy was like <laughs> <laughs> He's like, fuck that shit. No, nah, he probably had to go do something like that. I don't know. All right, let's go on ahead and play it. Let me get to this next thing. Bam! All right, here, wait. No, it's talking. Not yet, fool. All right, hold on. <laughs> shit. Let me get Man, you got to get better at this, Mike. Listen, I'm trying. I, I got to not only do my own thing, but I got to be my own <laughs> editor <laughs> as well. <laughs> Shit. Look, look, we're trying. Bam. All right, here we go. Let's go on ahead and dig in and watch. And we definitely, ooh, let's go. Tonight at 10, a 911 call brings police to the home of Cook County's top prosecutor, Kim Fox. CBS 2's Javon Terry has been digging into how police handled this call for help all week. Tonight, he breaks down what we know. Last Saturday night, Flossmore police went to a house. Domestic was physical and there were no injuries yet. That's the description 911 dispatchers gave to officers. The emergency coming from the home of Cook County State's Attorney Kim Fox, the person demanding police show up, her husband, Kelly Fox. When police arrived, the couple was on their front porch. The incident report obtained by CBS2 shows Kelly told officers Kimberly got mad about something posted on Facebook and the state's attorney asked him to leave and he refused. Mr. Fox went on to tell cops his wife, Kimberly, became physical, blocked him from leaving a bathroom, grabbed his collar, and threw down his video controller. That 911 call happened on June 4th. CBS2 became aware cops responded to the state's attorney's house within days from our police sources. We submitted a public records request to Flossmore Police for the full report, calls for service, and all body cameras worn by officers that day. We waited, so I went to the Flossmore Police Department because the police chief was not returning any of my calls. Did you submit a FOIA? I submitted a FOIA yesterday, okay. and I left he a message for him yesterday as well, and then also left a message for his administrative assistant today. Okay. He has gotten all the FOIAs. Okay. Um, and that's all I can tell you. We have been told that he will not be responding. He'll be responding through FOIA only. 24 hours after making that visit, Flossmore's police chief responded. He denied the release of body cameras of the incident, citing privacy. Yet he did release the narrative of the police report. In it, Mr. Fox tells cops the state's attorney slapped him on his left cheek. The report shows officers did not observe any indicators to support his claim and no redness or swelling visible on his face. 
or domestic violent calls, officers must listen to both sides, especially the complainant. When police asked Mr. Fox if he feels safe in the house, he said he wanted to make sure someone understands what is happening here. When asked to explain what that meant, Mr. Fox says she's being physically aggressive, adding he just wanted it to stop. Remember, Mr. Fox called 911 on his wife, and he told police she can't come in my personal space and put her hands on me. When officers talked to the state's attorney, she said she did put her hands on <clears throat> Kelly, but it was only to help guide him out of the house, adding she never slapped him. When asked if the state's attorney felt safe in the house, she told cops, I mean, he's not crazy. The state's attorney insisted she felt Kelly called police only to hurt her. Kim and Kelly Fox jointly telling CBS2 this is a personal family matter and we ask that you provide our family with respect and privacy. Now, State's Attorney Fox was not arrested because Flossmore police say there was not any evidence to make an arrest. We should point out that this couple has been married for more than 20 years and the Flossmore Police Department telling us that this was the first time they've been called to their home for domestic violence. Live in the control room tonight, Jermont Derry, CBS2 News. All right, I want to bet money. Bet money. If the roles were reversed, boy, man, we forget if the roles were reversed. She admitted to it, like that. What no, more do you need? It doesn't matter that she admitted to it because she's a woman. Man, regardless, but she admitted to putting her hands on him. Regardless she's a woman. to the, it doesn't matter. Mike, pull up that. Uh, 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 yeah. I know yeah, you. Obviously, it matters. That's why nothing happened. No, what matters is the fact that she's the Cook County State's Attorney and a woman. That, 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 no. Damn that woman. We gonna talk about right talk there. About the real issue. Yeah, that. And then, man, you went over the statute. What was the statute? Uh, Seven twenty uh, ILCS five section twelve three point two, and that's the statute of domestic battery. Domestic battery. Pretty matter, matter of fact, keep talking. We're going to look up the statute and put that yeah, fucker so right on the screen. It's one of them things where if I was that officer, I hate to say it, I'd be making a news because you're going in cups. That's it. That's all. I didn't play favoritism when it came down to domestic battery. It, 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 it's evidence. If it's clear-cut evidence that that's what happened, the other party goes to jail. If y'all can't get the world get we out, live in. But, but you're not that ain't the world we live in, though. When I was Think on the, about when it I was, this way. When I was on the street, when I was on the street, and they, uh, these people, if they watch it, they can tell you. If they keep on getting a call back, both of them go to jail. I have locked up women, I've locked up men, and I've locked up both for domestic battery. You cannot, you cannot justify your position. Expect now, if, if I get called to a call and a average woman told me what she just said, yes, I put my hands on him to guide him out of the house, and he called. Guess what? She go to jail. Do y'all see the statute? 725, 720 Illinois Compiled Statutes Act 5, Section 12-3.2. A person commits the offense of domestic battery if he or she knowingly, without legal justification by any means, it would be number two, right? Makes physical contact of an insulting or provoking nature with any family or household member. Clink, clink. And the thing is, if she admitted, which she did, that I put my hands on him to guide him out of the house. That is contact of an insulting or provoking nature. And it I feel, matter. huh? 
and it doesn't matter. Our day and age, those laws don't matter no more. Think about it this way. Think about it this way, and I'm a, and we gonna we gonna we gonna dig on this. Everyone who has ears have heard about the Amber Heard and and Johnny Depp thing. Right. She is on a campaign on Good Morning America, Twitter, and TV shows, still trying to express her case about being believed after all that evidence proved that everything she did, right? Mm-hmm. Imagine any man if that case was reversed doing that same thing. Yep. What TV show would give him the time of day to go out there and explain how he's not crazy after being found crazy in court? <laughs> give me a TV show that would do it. Not none. None. That's why I said, KD, it don't matter what you did back in the day. This ain't back in the day. In this day and age, women are to be believed. Period. It don't matter what evidence you got. Women and she was believed. believed. And I would have believed her. That she said that she put her hands on him. She going Bruh, to jail. This ain't that day and age. This ain't that day and age. I'm telling you. Think about it this way. How many children have been murdered by their mothers while the father was trying to get custody? A lot. Exactly. So no matter what, we don't have that day and age anymore where evidence rules common sense I don't care what your individual thought process is what does the evidence say the evidence said she put her hands on him mm-hmm. she tried to escort him out she blocked his exit from the bathroom mm-hmm. she threw his video control whatever the hell that means she 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 and how many arrests do we got? Kids are bombarded with so much information these days. It can be hard for them to discern the messages that are important and valuable. The What I Tell Myself book series from author Michael A. Brown is an award-winning series that has been featured on CBS, Fox, and NBC for their powerful and positive messages for kids. Based on Maslow's hierarchy of needs, Michael A. Brown's book, What I Tell Myself First, Children's Real-World Affirmations of Self-Esteem, is a book of real-world affirmations that highlight the various abilities and attributes of the reader, while exposing readers to realistic possibilities of rejection of difference in various forms. The author also writes books about self-protection, talent, and patience, and more. These are colorful and inspiring books that you and your children will love. They're full of easy-to-understand positive messages that are heartwarming and impactful. You can learn more about the wonderful books from author Michael A. Brown online at whatitellmyselffirst.com. That's whatitellmyselffirst.com. Mr. Kelly called the cops. No arrest. We have a revolving door system of crime. It doesn't matter. It totally doesn't matter anymore. And that's what's scary. There is nothing to fear when you do illegal shit. And that's coming from your state's attorney. So if my state's attorney who commits a crime Mm -hmm. does not go to jail, does not get arrested. What faith I'm supposed to have in the justice system? And here's an even other part, too, we can add to that. If the husband of the Cook County state's attorney can't be believed, we average citizens don't have a motherfucking chance. No chance. We ain't got no chance unless you got video proof. That's why I would have locked her ass up. 
you would have done that. You'd have got your ass fired. That's the difference. <laughs> hey, hey, Mike. Boy, Mike, hey. We know that getting fired sometimes ain't a bad thing. Hell no. I know that shit for a fact. I'm just saying we'd have got fired, though. Yeah. They'd have fired our ass. Guess what? They would have had to reverse it, and I want everything because of the fact that my job says that I was supposed to do that. You in the chilling circus suburbs? Shit, okay. Bruh. <laughs> you, you, in you, you in Flossmore. You in Flossmore. You tell me y'all ain't got that much backbone Boy. to make some type of an arrest. Shit, I you better. And then your response was, man, hold on. Sir, do you feel safe in the house? Yeah, I think I'm okay. Ma'am, do you feel safe in the house? Oh, he ain't crazy. Mm-hmm. Yep. You just, without threatening me, you yeah. just threatened me. Yeah. That's not a threat. Dude, go to any bar. Go to any bar and anyone has some libations. And you walk up to the bouncer, or oh, you ain't going to touch me because you ain't crazy. Damn. I'm trying to figure out how far I can kick your ass out the door to make a field goal now. That's what I was looking for, too. Um, Officer Boyd, are you cooking chicken or in the shower in the background or something? Right. Don't be having a <laughs> <more time. laughs> huh? hey, It's not quiet. It's lazy. No, it's good. I just wanted to make sure that, you know, put some right. lemon pepper in that shit. All right. <laughs> I wish I was sitting, uh, I'm on a diet. All right, that's fine, but you, all right, okay. All right, so sh- keep going, y'all. I'm, so you know what? The thing is, is that I, I just, that just goes to show how bold she was, that she knew nothing was going to happen so as to make an admission of of her actually touching him and violating the law, knowing that nothing was going to happen. In fact, it one would argue Ohio, and that's what I was trying to get to, Ohio versus Rainer, 532 U.S. 17, which actually stems from Grunwald v. United States, uh, 353 U.S. 391, 1957. Here we go. They talk about it, but we have never held, as the Supreme Court of Ohio did, that the privilege is available to those who claim innocence. To the contrary, we have emphasized that one of the Fifth Amendment's basic functions is to protect innocent men who otherwise might be ensnared by ambiguous circumstances. In other words, right, in Grunwald, we recognize that truthful responses of an innocent witness, as well as those of a wrongdoer, may provide the government with incriminating evidence from the speaker's own mouth. She knew that her shit was incriminating and didn't give a fuck. Because she knew who the fuck was going to arrest me, the state's attorney of Cook County. And here we go. I'm going to fucking go there. You're a black man. And I'm a black woman. And in the black community, it's a matriarchy. So they ain't going to believe your motherfucking ass anyway. Bro. These comments are the comments of Mike Brown and Mike Brown's alone. These are not the comments what of anybody else here on these panels. <laughs> I got you, Tim. I got you, Tim. It's all good. <laughs> Tim, Tim is like, no, 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 no. That's not me. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is this. You spin a straight gospel. Yeah. Because you know what? I can say it now because it's been years since then. 
So remember when the Black Lives Matter movement started to really form? Yeah. I'm talking about the negative yeah. side, not the positive side. Okay. There is a store that I was in waiting in line to do an Amazon return. In this line, there's this one little area where you have to cut the line to go to the elevator. I had a sister that was in front of me and this lady had paused in front of her because she was waiting for someone behind her. Needless to say, this was a black woman in front of me, a white woman paused in front of her. Excuse me, ma'am. Um, it's, you don't see me and my granddaughter sitting right here. We in line to go next. Ma'am, I'm going to the elevator. I'm trying to see where my, where my daughter just went. I wanted so bad to say something. But because of this, boy, me trying to address a black woman who was in the wrong for snapping on a white lady, you better sh- what would I have been look like? <laughs> Angry ass black man. You better shut the fuck on up. <laughs> and ha- hold on. And you big as shit too, boy. You, I'm telling you, <laughs> You could be skinny and do it, right? You just right. Small you, dudes can do it. Small dudes can do it. People with no neck, we can't get, we can't address no black people. Right? No, that don't work. When you have no neck syndrome and all you can use is head and shoulders, you have to be the nicest person in the world. Right? I swear to God, shit. You gotta be nice, but that's what I'm saying. You literally got called and got told. I put my hands on him. I blocked him in the bathroom. I took something out of his hands and threw it. And he ain't crazy. And then here's the thing that bothers. I got to show this again, too. Here's the thing that really fucks with me, yo. It really fucks with me because I got to say, when has the police... <laughs> fucking pulled out a flashlight and decided, oh, well, we don't see any visible signs or indicators to support your claim. And, you know, what's the, uh, what, there's no redness or swelling visible on his face. That's not, that's not what the, we ain't talking about goddamn El DeBarge, but I'm just saying, that's not the fucking standard. The standard is that it's unwanted or unprovoked touching of any kind by any means. It didn't say it had to have redness or swelling visible on the face. Like the statute is, and, and, and that's what I'm saying. And Okay, here we go. Let's provide some clarity. No household is free of domestics. The shit fucking happens. But what I'm saying is this. Y'all want privacy now that the shit then got out there to everybody. Where was the motherfucking privacy when Kelly said, and I'm going to show it to you. Where was the fucking privacy where he said she can't come into my personal space and put his put her hands on me? Where was the fucking privacy then? Timothy, here's another one. I'm going to give Timothy. Because to a black man, those words to a black woman don't count. Mm. And that's not to every. Let's get some context. Mm. Mm. But the minute I say, leave me alone, no, weak ass beep, you going to talk to me now.
just want to play some Grand Theft Auto. No, bitch. You gonna talk to me now. I'm almost at level five. Can I get to it, please? And then we'll talk. No! <laughs> you gonna talk to me now. Or else I'm calling the police and telling them you slapped me. All right, goddammit. I guess we nah, gotta talk. Nah, dude. She gonna do worse. She gonna unplug the PlayStation on your ass. Dude. And you know that's gonna lead the fisticuffs. Do you remember a thin line? What's up, John? Do you remember a thin line between love and hate where she actually beat her own ass? Yeah. Hell, what about Fight Club? He beat his own ass in Fight Club. <laughs> Bruh, I'm not fucking take, man, please. It's getting to the point now, boy. You better have a body cam on when you're talking to your girl. I swear <laughs> to God, bro. Hey. No lie. Hey, this has been my saving grace. I got the records to fucking prove it. That's why I married the right one. I don't have none of that drama. Hey, I'm glad for you, but I'm telling you. I got a PlayStation and everything. Man, I'm telling you. And not even just men, but women too. If the shit looks like it's about to go down, you better start pull recording. out this fucking phone and start recording. Don't Facebook Live that shit either. Don't do that. No, don't do that. You know what I'm saying? You ain't trying to embarrass, but you are trying to preserve and protect yourself. I'm, I, hate, I hate that this is a thing that we even got to fucking talk about. But That's I what Johnny would, Depp did. I would be re- yes, Johnny Depp boy, and that was matter of fact. He started documenting and recording after they went to counseling. Man, they went to counseling. The counselor said, "Yo, start documenting this shit and, 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 and recording it." Man, John, go to hell. Ain't nobody playing no Xbox. They ain't got God of War on Xbox. Go on somewhere with that bullshit. I'm, I'm telling y'all. I'm telling y'all. You got, hey, Chrissy, what's going on? I heard you about you. You good. You good, Tim. It's all good. Appreciate you, you coming. You already. Appreciate it. Take it easy. Have a good night. All right, buddy. Be safe. You said be nice. Yeah, man. I, look, I hate to say it, but this is a conversation, again, that was one that needed to be had because, you know, and, and we're not trying to, for all intents and purposes, Kim could have had a reason to be mad at, <laughs> so you looking at the girl with the fat ass, yeah? <laughs> what you doing, liking that shit? Ah! I'm just saying, for all intents and purposes, she could have had a reason to be mad, but that'll give you the right to put your hands on him. Mm. And that's why I said you lucky it wasn't Timothy from the fucking block, Demeritrix. You know what I'm saying? Fucking. Nigel and I give you Nigel, Nigel from England from the abusive part of England. You know what I'm saying? Big Meechas from O Block. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You lucky it ain't Buddy Ass from Lamron 079 Motown. Any of them play that headline would have read differently. That headline would have read differently. 
Kim would have been missing some days from where, but the, see, the problem is Kim would have turned the office on its ass trying to go after her husband. That's why I said, why, why do men got to be, why do, why do, especially black men, why do black men got to be bitches just to survive their own household? Boy, hell yeah. She did it. She did it to Kelly because it was Kelly. Exactly. <laughs> Bottom line. Bottom line. She ain't do it to Kelly your because name, he motherfucker name, was Tupac. Your name Kelly. And, yeah, uh-uh. Yeah, that's, yeah, you about to take the, you, and hey, you light-skinned? Yeah, you about to take all this. Right. You about to get all this. All this work. Boy, please. We'd have been hearing, we'd have been hearing the state's attorney talking about we're filing a discretionary no-bail petition against the defendant. <laughs> the proof is the proof is evident and the presumption is great that the defendant committed the offense in that he disregarded Kimberly Fox in her role as state's attorney of Cook County and put his finger on her forehead and muffed her in an aggressive manner simply because he wanted to get out of blah, 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 blah. And if he didn't regard Kim Fox as being state's attorney, there are clearly no conditions that this court could have set that could ensure the public and, and others from harm. And we ask that the defendant be held no bail. I could see the state's attorney saying that and the judge sustaining it because that is a credible argument that Apparently, he was so lost in the sauce, he didn't give a fuck about she was the chief law enforcement officer in the county with the power of the second largest, uh, the, se the nation's second largest prosecutorial office at her disposal. He didn't care about that. He just said, get the fuck out of my way. So if he didn't care about that, that's worse than a motherfucker being a murder, uh, getting <laughs> paroled on murder. <laughs> so, so let me ask you this, Mike. Let's change it. Let's flip that, let's, let's flip that narrative. They said he didn't care about it. How about the fact that she didn't care about that she was the the highest ranking, second ranking, this, that, and the other. And the, her actions right there could show the rest of the world that I can do it because of my position. So it should be okay. So if it's a guy that got locked up from her office for domestic, and all he did was put his hands on her to escort her out the out the house, they. Can he go back now and bring this up and shoot shit out of high? I'm yeah. just saying. But you know what? That's not, and, and that is a good question for a legal scholar in Cook County using Illinois case law, which I don't know if any case law exists to that. But what I'm saying is, could domestic batterers cite the Kim defense? I get it, right? Like. Hey. If Kim, no, because the excuse was, well, this is our first time ever having to come to their house. I don't give a shit. What if it's my first time too? What's good for the goose got to be good for the gap. Right, bro. My thing is this: until we into until you into political power, we ain't got no saying nothing. Think about uh, Pelosi's husband. You just got into a DUI and your ass is free. Yeah. Think about what happened with um, Bruce Jenner. You was high as hell, got into a car accident, changed your sex, and you free. Cash rules everything around me. Drink, get the money. Dollar, dollar bill, y'all. And I've said this since day one, multiple times. The court system ain't black and white. It's green. Whoever has the most money with the best defense walks. Because there is no way in hell... A person who had less power would have had the same outcome in Flossmore. At all. 
No, I'm giving. I'm being nice saying Flossmore. God forbid we say the Chicago land area. Yeah. No, nah, I ain't say Kalen. I said Bruce. Stop it. <laughs> Matter of fact, okay, let's play devil's advocate. He was found innocent in a court of law. Right. Bet money, there is not a TV show alive that would touch that man to talk about how he should be believed. Give him the... I put it like this: the same thing Amber Heard is doing. Yeah. Bet money, OJ couldn't do it. Hell no. Well, no, no. Nope. No. Hell, hell no. No. Nobody gonna touch him. No. Right. They wouldn't do it. But again, we want to pretend that nothing has to do with your sex. I ain't say gender. With your sex, your sex plays a big part. Like I said, for me, gender don't exist. If I can dig up your bones and tell you what your gender was, that's one thing. I can't do that in real life, so I'm I'm with, I'm saying what I'm saying. These comments are mine and mine alone, blah, 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 the shit Mike says. Now, yep. <laughs> shit Mike says. It's just the facts. Yeah. It's no man can ever take the Amber Heard route. No man. None. I don't believe it. Yeah. Even if that man was found innocent. No man. That's it. He did go there. All right, y'all. We're going to go on ahead and kill it. Eight minutes past the time we gone ahead. Oh, John said, hence the reason why I've said in the past it's not about enforcing the law in Chicago. It's about what deals they can make in the background to advance their agenda. All right, guys. Any yeah, final like, thoughts? And, I'm a, and, I'm a, and we're about to leave on this. Go ahead. And I'm glad, and I'm glad John brought this up. Mm -hmm. A young man who I watched grow up was killed by a man who was on parole for a violent crime. So that's how I feel about the justice system in Illinois. Yeah. That revolving door is real. Yeah, the justice was fucked up. Dude. But guess what? It's only fucked up if you're not Kim Fox. Yeah. Or you got money. Speaking of Kim Fox, we'll be right back with another commercial from Fox 32. <laughs> I'm just playing. All right. <laughs> you said mail you some deep dish pizza. Are you sure? By the time that shit get down there, every everything would have eaten that. I no, think flash freeze. Yeah, you could. You could. Yeah, flash freeze and put it inside of a uh, medical container. That's it. Fries and fleas. Don't get touched. That's right. Flies and fleas. That's it. All right. Here we go. We're. <laughs> I'm stupid. <laughs> All right, guys. Final thoughts. Um. So yeah. Oh, final thoughts on shit. Promote your class. I'm on. Oh, okay. <laughs> so Marquise P6 Firearms Training. We do the concealed carry courses as well as advanced courses. Um, July 16th, we have a covert carry handgun course. This is an EDC everyday carry course. There is no competition rigs, no special belts. If it's not what you carry in your body daily, don't bring it to this class. This is to train you on what you carry on a daily basis. July 16th. If you want details, hit me up at P6. That's Actually, it. right there, p6firemtraining.com. I wish I was closer. I was coming to support you. Where you at? I'm in Georgia. 
You can drive. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'll fly out there one day. Just gonna be out. Bet. KD. Hey, you guys enjoy your life. Be safe and lock your doors. Ooh, I wonder who could have used that. Hey, All right. I'm, I ain't trying to get you fired. Don't take the salt out there now. <laughs> I told you, you need to start this on Rumble. We can go, we can go balls out. Man, but see, the problem is I'm waiting for everybody coming from YouTube to go over to Rumble. I've been watching Rumble. The Rumbleites are not yeah. as large as it should be. Like I said, my largest platform is not just this, but uh, TikTok is like 815,000 people. I, I, I can't do TikTok. They got they, they share your information with the wrong people, so I can't do that Dude, yet. Dude, TikTok, TikTok is crazy. Man. They keep, they keep spending some of my accounts. If I ain't just spending, they said I got too much grammar on my views. Huh. They ain't been on my shit. All right, here we go. <laughs> uh, I had bought some new guns and I had showed them all. Oh, well, that's not grammar. You're not supposed to actually show the gun. You, we got to talk to you about social media. Why do you think I don't put... There was a time where I actually showed, like, my in the middle of teaching... Bam, they killed the feed. So you can't show like Now you could do a video and then upload it, but you cannot live stream it. No, 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 no. I'm talking about on YouTube. Every social media platform has its own. Yeah, every. Yeah, I'm about to say people shit on YouTube all the time. Yeah, did you say people shit on YouTube? They might. They might. They might shit on YouTube too. I'm just glad. I know what you meant. I just. Definitely shoot. I said shoot. They might shit on YouTube. You're right. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm still, I'm still starting on my YouTube channel. Um, I only do short stories right now until I can get so far on so many views and subscribers and stuff. So yeah, it's going good. I only had three months though. El Hosey, um, El Hosey, El Hosey said he didn't. It. I think you meant to say he didn't do it. Consider his eldest son's, his eldest son's hands were small enough to fit the gloves, and he took the fall rather than see him in jail. I'm just saying. He, that might be true. I'm not going to discount your theory. But he's still complacent. He was he was complicit in it. All right. Let's get off of here. Uh, but never know when you live, Mike. Yeah, go to Yes Mike Said It, uh, Christy. All right. Let's go ahead and get out of here. Come back next Wednesday for another episode with Trigger the Instructor Mike and Friends. We, I'll be here. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. And we are out of here as soon as I can find a thing. Bam!
Alright, man, we are out. What happened? No, no. No. Yeah, we here. Yeah, we are here, but the show is over. Yeah. You still say live. Oh, I gotta get out. <laughs> yeah. Alright, right, man. Ended for me. Oh, wow. Alright, boy. Alright, y'all be safe. Take care, buddy. Right. Hey, we gonna get some letters in the mail. Boy, we ain't no letters in the mail. <laughs> <laughs>